Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Last Action Critics with your hosts Ian and Will. We have a special guest on tonight, Aaron Sudbury. Longtime friend, never listened, but we forgive him. It's okay. Christmas episode, big Christmas episode. Big Merry Christmas episode here Christmas Eve. So as you do, you get the best Christmas movie you can think of, Die Hard, and you, and you run it down. Arguably the epitome of all Christmas action movies. Yes. Not written by Shane Black. Well done. Well done. Thank Get it all out there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're also doing a pitch fix with Die Hard 2, uh, which yes. we have recently rewatched. We have. And let's be honest, it needs some fixing. A little there's bit. Some, little there's bit, some fixing that bit. needs to happen. A little bit of fixing. Uh, we're also going to talk, you know, how you've been, who you're doing, what you've been up to, uh, what you've been watching. Yeah. And then we'll do our five questions for our guest. Does yes, that sound good? Also, we're recording in two different states. Oh, yeah. This is our first... <laughs> multi-state record session yes it is so hopefully this actually makes it to air yes this sound quality may be so horrible yeah that so it doesn't uh, get we there. apologize right up front uh, if the sound quality is terrible merry christmas merry christmas <laughs> all right let's jump into it right let's, you ready i i believe that i am in fact ready great uh let's start with how you been so you'll go first you're out of state i am well or i'm in state and you're out of state i would say i've been I've been okay. We are, uh, I think, approaching the final days of a uh, 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 Mr. Hanks P. Cat Esquire. Oh, he is on deathbed, last deathbed. legs, as they say. You're really, really gilding the lily there, bud. I wasn't sure what you were talking about at first. <laughs> well, we are, we are. So, yeah. so we on uh, what was it Saturday? We were like, okay, you know what? He's not really moving. Oh, he's not eating. He's probably not using the toilet. Or the litter box, I suppose. Let's go ahead and take him in to yeah. lay him down. Wait, you, you were going to put him down? Yeah. And they were like, no, he's fine. And you're no, like, no, 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 kill him. Didn't kill even us. get that far. Oh, Didn't okay. even get that far. Oh, wow. One place was like, oh, it's a five-hour wait. Most other places are like, if you're not already with us, we're not going to take you right now because COVID. Uh, so we took him to like the, the pound. Yeah. So we get there and the guy's like, oh, you got to make an appointment to do that. Uh, let me go talk to someone else. So we were like, okay. I called. They were like, we don't do that. And he was like, oh, fuck's sake. And so, you know, we brought him home. Now it's Monday and he's still alive. So that's good, I guess. So Jillian's going to take him to the vet tomorrow and uh, we'll see if he's going to die or if he's maybe just in need of some medicine. Let's hope medicine. Let's, Let's hope, hope medicine. medicine. Unless it's too brutal and then maybe... Well, you know, right. I think Jillian wants to put him out of his misery if he's in mis- if he hasn't peed in like three days. I feel like that's not so fun. That's going to be miserable, for right? Sure. He could be sneaking though. He could be sneaking in the middle of the night. I don't he know. Maybe be. he's just it's become true. more modest in his old age. Any, anything else to report? No, nah, I think that's really the biggest the biggest yeah. news. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully, I hopefully he lasts till I get back, so I can have a, a one last get snotted on and sneezed. I'm on sure by he him. would like that. That yeah. would be adorable. I'll let him know. Hold All on right, guests. Aaron Sudbury, how you been, bud? It's, I've been wonderful. It's been a wonderful few few days with you here in town visiting Austin, Texas. What's your highlight <clears throat> of my visit? Uh, it's going to be tomorrow morning when I drop you off at the airport. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I think Franklin Barbecue was pretty nice. But I, I will say I did have fun on our day trip to San Antonio yesterday. Yes. San Antonio. Uh, he kicked uh, two cities with one trip. He got Austin and San Antonio. Boom. I will what also is the add, distance between those two? Oh, it's uh, maybe like hour an hour thirty. Yeah, hour oh, okay, twenty-two. Yeah, 
And I, what better way, by the way, if I can just add, to get me to listen to your podcast than to have me on it? Yes. Now I'm like obligated to the narcissistic yep. tendencies to like listen to myself. Yeah, yeah you yeah. will be a That's unique listener. Very clever, both of you. One That's more unique. That's very. We clever. get you on the show. You have to listen. We get a new listener. Problem. Yeah. Solved. But if well, I wait, if I can flip the script though, please, and just turn the lens back on you, please sir. Do. What do you have to report about your experience with uh, Texas barbecue or just, you know, Austin food in general? Ooh, Austin has a lot to offer. I'll be honest. Austin, I mean, Franklin's barbecue, you go there and everyone's like, it's kind of a scene. And you're like, yeah, this is kind of a scene. But the barbecue is beast. There's no denying really how good, good it is. Really uh, I, I literally had a hard time eating two days because I went hard. <laughs> I went hard in the paint on that brisket. Uh, <laughs> But when you, uh, like, like let's paint the picture quickly. People line up. We got there at 8 in the morning. Yeah. The place does not open Jesus. until 11 in the morning. Oh, my God. So you bring a chair, and literally, we're yeah. not the first people there. And this is what, like a Thursday yeah, day? It's, it's actually, yeah. It These are like, locals uh, and tourists? Locals and tourists. A little mix of everything. Wow. But, yeah, yeah, and by the time it, it hit 11, the line was literally down the block around, you know, like, yeah. you were, like, putting your fucking binocs on to see the end of it. <laughs> Jesus. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was real. But I mean, you got in, I mean, we waited three hours in chairs and we had some coffee and, and talked to some other people in line. Mostly Aaron did that. I, I, I kept to myself. <laughs> I wanted to have, I wanted to give off the loner vibe. Well, yeah, Will's very social. That's yeah, nice. I don't, I don't nice. talk a lot. And then we got in there and it was, yeah, the, the staff was awesome. They were super like cheerful and ready to help. Then we got a tour of the, the smokers, oh, yeah. which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they took us in the back room, you know what I mean? In a really good way. Dicey. Okay. Showed us how to smoke it. So they smoked that meat while we watched, and then we got out of there because you know it got got a little too hot in there. But that's what you do. But that's what you do. That's Austin. And then we went down. We hit Dirty Sixth, which is called Dirty Sixth because it's just like actually dirty. It's kind of just like yeah, it's a very kind of like college fratty scene with a bunch of fucking. Dirt bags. Austin um, is okay. a college town. Yeah, Austin's a full-time college town. But there's ramen here that's worth it. Completely oh. worth it. Stands up against any ramen I've had in, in L.A. Really good. Shout out to Ramen Tatia. Yes. Detroit-style pizza. Via 313. Via 313. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Super good. So, yeah. It was, it's was. it been a, a food exploration. We went to Bucky's, which, uh, oh, yeah. Ian, you can <laughs> see this uh, sweet Bucktooth beaver on the front of my sweatshirt. I can, yeah. Bucky's yeah. is the largest gas station convenience store in America. In the really? World. In the whole well, th- this particular location in New Braunfels, it's a, a, a convenience store chain only in Texas, and the New Braunfels location is the biggest convenience store gas station in the world. It's huge. Boom! I've been to it. You haven't. It's big. You're welcome. I, I once went to the largest truck stop in the world in oh, I've been Iowa. There. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. Yeah, you didn't beat me there. Long story short, visit Austin. San Antonio is a super cute city as well. Yeah. We did the river tour on the boat. The river super, walk. The river walk, yeah, yeah. which you. You don't walk. You and just then get I, on a boat and, but then I, and they float I, around. We went to the Alamo. Here's a fun fact about Will Starr. He mm-hmm. actually goes and reads all the plaques at those historical museums. Yes. So I, I, I'm a skimmer. I sometimes just skim. He was like dialed in. He yeah. read every single... It was yeah. awesome to watch. It also, I might skim a lot slower than oh. you two. There you go. He's <laughs> a slow reader. I'm okay. a slow reader. <laughs> you might think I'm being thorough, but I just don't skim so fast. He's just getting that first sentence in, you know? I didn't learn a lot, I'll be honest. <laughs> really, I just got the names. <laughs> Alamo. Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes later, got it. The got Alamo. it. Put it in the bank. Alamo. <laughs> Uh, all right, 
right, so we got a lot to do. If that's if that's what we've been up to, now you know. What we have going on right now is let's talk what we've been watching really quickly. Sure, sure. And then let's get into questions get, for our guest. Let's get dirty, yeah. Let's get dirty. You should call it guestions. Guestions. I, I yeah. combined two words. <laughs> you did. You did a really good I'm job so at it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have taken me twenty minutes just to read yeah. the two words, <laughs> but you you just combine them quick. Combined it. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> Um, here we go. <laughs> what you been watching, Ian? We'll start with you, because I know what he's been watching. There you go. I watched Die Hard 1 and 2, obviously. Obviously. I've also been checking out with my kid, Spectacular Spider-Man. Huh. Okay. Which is from the, I don't know when it was made. It's only two seasons. It's kiddier, but it's fun. And then also Teen Titans, which I've never seen before. Teen oh, Titans. Nice. The, the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, we're about 10 Teen episodes in. It's, it's, no, it's, well, there's, it's fun. There's Teen Titans and there's Teen, Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go. Are you doing Teen Titans? Regular Teen Titans. Okay, nice. Whatever the youngest one is. Teen okay. Titans Go, I guess. That's, is that well, the Teen, kid one? Teen Titans Go is like a comedy with like uh, yeah, more comic that's animation. It. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah, I yeah, watch. I love that one. That's the child-friendly version we're watching. That's like one of the best roommate comedies since Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's like a great roommate. Yes, totally. They are roommates. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a great show. Uh, I got introduced to a new show uh, okay. by uh, Aaron. It's I think you should leave now. Oh God, yes. <laughs> we, we watched. I, I think oh you yeah, yeah, leave. with Tim Robinson. I think yeah. you should leave. Yeah, You've with never Tim Robinson. Never seen that. Never seen that. I can't believe oh. he hasn't seen this. Yeah, it's a phenomenal comedy show. Yeah, it's right uh, up your alley, bro. It, <laughs> that's what Aaron said, and it was. It yeah, was and they're right like fifteen-minute episodes. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we crushed them. Nice I think I think size. I've seen all of them at this point. Yeah. There you go, all two seasons. So that's yeah. what we did. That's what we yeah. did. That's what we watched. We also, like also watched, you know, Die Hard Two, Die Hard One. You know, we pretty much know that by heart. But we got into it. We watched some extra clips. Did our homework. Oh, cool. So no big deal. And I'm ready for deal, our actually. pitch fix. Know that I didn't watch it, but you know, maybe I'll do a little reading of oh, the Die Hard nice. children's book. <laughs> Uh, I'll put this on the Instagram. The illustrated nice. holiday classic right there. Boom. Just to give you a taste of it, let's see. I'll open to a random page. I don't know the code, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber, and ruined Takagi's suit. Oh. <laughs> That's John dark. tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who tried to cause him harm. Oh, my goodness. So, and, then, and then, you know, we have the next page. I don't. You can't really I don't know what read children that to you're kids. supposed to read this to. Yeah, you, you can. can. You, you can. can, but that's just. I mean, I've read it to my daughter. She just wasn't old enough to know what was going on. Right, but she sees pictures of blood on the windows, right? She, well, you know, it's paint. It's paint. Ruined his suit. You know, with Mr. Takagi's suit was ruined. That's all you need to yeah. know. This is one of those moments where, where 10 years from now, she'll look back and be like, oh my God, my dad wrote me some oh. effed up stuff. Takagi's suit was ruined you know? by brain material. And Maybe blood. that's why I have massive anxiety. Yeah. You know, I don't. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, we don't ever see his suit, so it may not have gotten any blood on it. It's well, true. but he does specifically call out it's a John Phillips London suit. So he does it's a, a designer suit. It's a nice he one. Does. Yeah, he points. It's where uh, what's his name gets his suits. Uh, Rumor has it, Arafat buys his. Thank you. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There I you go. The movie, I got the movie memorized. Yeah, I got yes. the movie memorized. I won't lie. All right, should we just get into this? Treat our I guests to the dive, to the famous five dive. questions. You wait. Do you Head not want to know? Do you want to not want to know what I'm watching recently? Wait, oh, have right. you been watching something? Yeah, what have you been watching? Well, as a matter of fact, I woke up early this morning before you got up, and I watched Whoa. the latest episode, the season finale of season three of Succession on HBO Max. Well, that's very hot. Which, these days. if you guys are not watching Succession, let me just tell you, it's fantastic. Like it's just one of the better shows I've seen in the last 10, 15 years. That I highly recommend. Yes, I'm in. 
early stages of yeah. season one right now. I won't, I won't oversell it. But it's it. great. It's, it's it is a, a really well-written yeah. show. And very funny. I love the creator. I love Peep Show. So I got to get on it. I nice. got to get on it. I, I actually know nothing about the creator. Oh, or, it's on, it's show, on Hulu. So. Watch it. It is arguably yeah. the greatest sitcom of this television era ever you know what i will do it just because i like succession so much that i will actually check that out i meant to watch succession but i started watching it like during the the foggy trump times and uh, i was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. i can't i can't watch rich people be <laughs> yeah, shitty to yeah. each other i also got into downton abbey you know many years ago and i it's, it's the same feeling it boggles my mind as to why i'm into it because I, I have that same thought as why do i care about rich people's and their struggles but Succession is just that entertaining that you overcome that. So I feel like I trust the writing on Succession. I trust yeah. the actors. So I I do yeah. want to get. I know it's going to be a commitment. That's that's. I'm like, and all right, know, I got to be ready yeah. for this. And yeah, you, yeah. you know, Brian and, Cox is reliable, but surprisingly, Kieran Culkin, the breakout cool. star. Yeah, yeah. He, even in the first couple episodes, you can tell he's yeah. he's ready to kill the game. He's no, yeah. he, and he nails it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So on our show, uh, we do five questions for our guests. They're the standard five that we always do. Uh, I will run them down. I have them up here on my computer. Five questions, so. if you will. Five questions. <laughs> While Will's about to read that out, I'll yes. let the audience know we do not have any old overhaul right now. No. Because we're in different states. We are. I we do are. have a little tequila. That counts. Yeah. So I'll drink been, that. Yeah, wow. we've been drinking Shiner Bach and Lone Star. So you know, there you go. In the full Texas. Goldschlager? I can't, I can't let them know <laughs> that we're part of a sorority. Bust it out of there you go. Go get that Goldschlager. <laughs> Fill up a red cup. Call it a day. Ooh. Oh, Jillian goodness. can't do cinnamon anymore because when she, the first time she ever got drunk was a full red cup of Goldschlager. Oh, Christ. Oh, Drank oh, a whole red cup of Goldschlager. Lord. Oh, that's horrible. And she's like, I can't oh. even smell cinnamon anymore. Yeah, I can't no. even oh, can't it. Oh, it ruined all of cinnamon yeah, for her. It's absolutely Most of awful. it. I mean, I think she can do it if it's in something, but if you're just like, here, have some cinnamon. It's like, ugh. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no. Yeah. So cinnamon sorry. challenge came yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, she was like, hard pass, yeah. hard pass. I'm so hard sorry. Pass. That's really good. That's terrible. All right, let's get into these questions. All right, let's I'm do ready. this. I'm ready. Aaron, you ready? Clearing my head. Clearing your head. First action movie you remember seeing. Paint a picture. Are we saying like in the theaters? Remember seeing in theaters or or in, in theaters, theaters or just ever? Not, I think ever, ever. Uh, you can answer it however you want. How about that? Well, it's weird. Okay, it's two, the the first two that popped into my head immediately are when I was very young. My dad took me. My dad would take me to see rated R movies. He took me to see Scarface, which has Ooh. action elements. Okay, and I remember uh, we had to leave after the chainsaw scene in that one. I was a little after too young. It. Yeah, but then, after that. He had to see uh, where it went, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that was just, that was a little bit too intense for young Suds or young Aaron. So I do remember uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Went and saw that in theaters. No. And that's the one where I do distinctly remember my dad and I walking out, like, fucking high-fiving each other because we just couldn't believe how awesome it And, you know, my dad was old man. So it's like, that, that one I feel... Uh, affected across the generations like everyone at that moment in american history was like fuck yeah john rambo i absolutely that, yeah. that is my answer is john rambo i didn't see it on big screens but the first movie my dad was like we're gonna watch rambo it's amazing <laughs> son get ready to what, be a man what's funny about first blood part two is it's very all america you know whatever and then you go back and watch first blood and it's fucking depressing oh yeah like, first, blood first, is first blood is gut-wrenching he, yeah he yeah. fucking loses first of all again yeah he loses up. he's gone through hell he's oh, in the yeah. middle of the, the ptsd <laughs> yeah. just like going before they even called it PTSD. yeah they didn't even he have a word just, for yeah, it it was crazy They're so yeah to yeah. see him come back in first blood part two and just go win the vietnam war for us was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was that. nice. Good for yeah. It was nice. So that was that's the first one that jumps. Nice. Out. And then a uh, favorite action movie. Oh shit. 
Well, I mean, I we're going to talk it to death, but I would be lying if I didn't say Die Hard is either one or two. Because, I mean... You had to pick if two. You're, if you're of my generation. But McTiernan knocked it out of the park in that era. He did Predator, Die Hard, and Hunt for an October back-to-back. Mm. And I would say Predator usually edges out Die Hard as my favorite of all time only because Predator is so much more ridiculous. There's a giant fucking alien. There's Schwarzenegger. There's three other guys with giant muscles in there. There's a scene where they, for no reason, are just flexing their shit. And, like, there's a minigun. Yeah. There's a hand-to-hand oh, yeah. -hand fight. There's plenty of, there's like, so ludicrous much. things that they yeah, say in the it's movie. It's one of the few movies where you can actually... Like, you know there was a cocaine budget, and you can see it on screen. You can see <laughs> that some, you know, like, McTiernan was probably jacked. Yeah. Um, isn't, uh, isn't Shane Black Silver. in it, too? Isn't he? Shane he Black is, is in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. He gets, he's, he gets you know, killed pretty early. I normally yeah. like to rag on Shane Black. Here's a, a surprising take. I don't like any of the Lethal Weapon films, speaking of Christmas movies. We don't have to talk about it. but So, yeah, I love the fact that he is in that movie, and the rumor is they sent him there as an actor to keep an eye on the set because they weren't sure what the hell was going on in the jungle. So they were like, Oh, Shane black, just, we cast him in the movie and he, he was actually like a spy for the producers. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, the producers found out and they killed him off. They're yeah. like, well, get this guy out of here. But He's I mean, ruining yeah. my cocaine. You know me. I like all action films. No, really. hurt, hurt. Action films are just, um, pick any action stars character to have your backslash be your BF. Which action star character would you pick? I mean, right off the bat, you gotta go Max Rockatansky. I mean, Mad Max is my my man. That's your dude. That's yeah. yeah. If he's if he's loyal to you, he's you know you're you're good from here till the post apocalypse is over. <laughs> I was gonna say a second, I would pick Outlaw Josie Wales, but if you think about it, it's basically the same archetype. So just that. yeah, yeah, Maximus yeah, yeah. and Gladiator, that guy. He might spit yeah. on you though. Of course he would. And, yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. and I would effing love it. <laughs> Spit all over me, you fucking wall of manhood. All right. And then uh, Purpose of Humans. What? It's the, it's the fourth question on her. Jesus, purpose of Humans. I didn't know we were going esoteric after three <laughs> action um, The Purpose of Humans. That's a that's actually a really good one. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people uh, are trying to figure it out. I think the, my, my sincerest answer is most likely that we are... Uh, probably here on earth not for any greater purpose like uh philosophically or spiritually we're probably either just seeded by aliens or just a mistake and we evolved by some accident so i don't think there is an actual purpose other than the ones we make for ourselves ah, there you go there it is yeah. make a purpose do that yeah. thing make it a good whatever purpose, you like though. you know that's your purpose is there a segment from our episodes uh, you would like to respond to? Obviously not. You don't listen to us. I have not listened. Um, to, I listened to the very first one partially. Is there a segment you would pitch to us? If you could pitch a segment like, hey, I think I've always wanted to hear this on a show I've never listened to. As a matter of fact, it's funny that you bring this up. I, I, because you're already doing action movies. That's true. There is, if you pay attention... Not just in the 80s, but there's a through line. There's guys that have been doing this for three decades. It's it's the that guy. In every action movie, oh. that guy. Oh, I've seen It's like... You're Fred guy, Thompson. The guy who played... Well, yeah, Fred Thompson's a good example. Or the guy who played Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's oh, Excellent yeah. Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's also in Die Hard. Yes. He's also in Steel Justice, which yep. you, you guys have to do a show on Steel Justice. Steel Justice. Just Google it. It's the fucking phenomenal. Martin Cove from Cobra Kai. Anyway, oh, yeah, I've watched it. It's uh, it's a pitch fix for sure. Absolutely phenomenal. It's a phenomenal pure movie. pitch fix. There's also, like, uh, he, we just watched Isn't Total Vigo Recall. Isn't Vigo in uh, Die Hard? 
Yes. He's one of the Ghostbusters too. Exactly. You guys should do like a that guy segment where you just pick a that guy and you dissect all their bit parts in all these action films where you're like, Genghis Khan is a very prolific that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was that guy he in was. a lot of fun. Yeah, movies. yeah. Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. He's yeah. in that. He's the candy bar guy in Die Hard. Like, yeah. other, other oh, yeah. than the fact that he's Asian you, and has that distinguished mustache. Do you mustache, think that you could link him as Genghis Khan being brought forward in time to Bill and Ted's 80s era and then going on to become a mercenary Jesus in Christ. Die Hard? Are you, are you going, like, multiverse on me? Or? I'm just saying. All right, you've survived our five questions. You've got great. it. That was great. You well did done. It. You purpose, got any more questions, Ian? Purpose of humans. Jesus. Sometimes you think of stuff on the fly. Good. I like that, that guy, though. That's a good one. Yeah. That guy is a great one. That guy. All right, here we go. Let's talk Christmas a little bit. Let's talk Christmas. We, we, haven't, we haven't talked Christmas. Uh, we have I was not just thinking, Christmas. you know, since it's our Christmas episode, if it's we Christmas all had... right now. It's currently happening for, the, for our listeners. Oh. The... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, listeners. You filthy animals. Yeah, filthy animals. Maybe we could come up with some stories of Christmas pasts that we've had. Some of our more memorable Christmases. There was a time I got left home alone and two no, uh, no, robbers. Oh, man, no. the burglars? I've heard this story. <laughs> yeah. I think you told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made a movie out of it. You want me to go first? Yeah, please. I'll set the tone. One of my biggest Christmas memories is the year I put the car into the snowbank. Uh, it was Christmas Eve. Kate, my twin sister Kate and I were coming back from the mountain. Coming back from the mountain? What mountain? Cannon Mountain, our oh, okay. ski mountain. Like Jesus. Uh, we just know it as the mountain. Oh, the mountain. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and I came up over the hill that drops down into my driveway, and I, I hit it too hard. We spun out. We put the car into the into the ditch, uh, at which point I can't rock it. It impacted at too high a speed. I can't rock the car back out, so I'm trying to figure out what to do. And so Kate and I are home. It's Christmas Eve. We're supposed to be getting the tree, doing all that kind of stuff, because our family does tree on the day, Christmas Eve. My dad is a very big, like, all right, tree goes up on Christmas Eve. We do it. Tree comes down on the 26th. Uh, you've had enough time with the tree. Get it out of my house. What is the so, purpose of the tree? <laughs> to, 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 God knows. Uh, it, well, I mean, I always enjoyed it because it made Christmas Eve more of an event. It was like, okay, Christmas Eve okay. is your, you put up the tree. Everyone comes around. The parents all get loaded and listen to George Carlin. All the kids just walk around putting ornaments on the tree and, and having something to do for this momentous occasion that hopefully will tire them out and then they go to sleep, right? So that was kind of what the tree was about on that. But then my dad just, he just gets, a, you know, it's just thinks it's obnoxious. So he throws it out quickly. But it's also like a tree that like, is in the middle of our living room that does not some of our trees we cut down were a little let's look smaller in the snow let's just say that once you get them inside you're like oh gosh this is just way too tall you said uh, that to a lot of girls yeah. <laughs> it just looks smaller in the snow you warm it up a little bit i have not said that sorry uh i should have though uh it's a, <laughs> a great excuse anyway so kate and i put the car in the ditch we decided to let i kate's trying to dig the car out kate has a short fuse so I'm like, oh, I'll grab the backhoe because my dad does construction. So I grab the backhoe and come back with it with a chain. And I essentially, at this point, Kate's living because she thinks I just left and not coming back. Uh, so I come back with the backhoe. Kate yells at me a little bit. We finally get the car hooked up to the front of the bumper. And I essentially like use the arm of the backhoe just to like pull the car out of the ditch. 
which works well, actually. It's, it's not that bad. Get the car out of the ditch. I drive the backhoe back. She drives the, the car back. And then we're like, sweet, we did it. Kate's still a little pissed at me. And so we're both a little fucking edgy. And and my mom's like, she comes in and she's like, what's going on? We're like, nothing, nothing. And she's like, all right, we'll get the tree. So we're like, oh, I just want to go find a tree wherever this tree is. So we go try and find the easiest tree to get, which is on the right, right on the driveway. We go to saw it down. It falls on a power line. Uh, (laughs) At which point we're like, fuck, fucking, fucking. She's yelling at me. I'm yelling at her. It was just like a good... Christmas story. Like a comedy of errors. Yeah. Christmas has always been a weird time, too. Like, my dad's shop burned down, like, on Christmas Eve. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's... Christmas is... I think I should be more scarred about Christmas yeah. than I am. <clears throat> yeah. You should be worried. Yeah. I watched a man die on Christmas morning once. What the yeah. fuck? What? Yeah. We got called. My, my great-uncle Joe, Christmas morning, we got called into the emergency room and, you know, like, had to just wait and watch him breathe his last breaths it was crazy well ian i guess we can just skip sharing our christmas because <laughs> will scott yeah, can't top that trumped every fucking category you're watched, well watched a guy die something funny <laughs> happened i peed I myself i worked a few times you know i should uh i well, shouldn't have shared i i mean i used to manage a movie theater for a better part of a decade for regal entertainment so i had to work every christmas day for about 10 years and it's um it's a it's a shitty day to work. It's a terrible Actually, day to work. Everyone else is coming in to enjoy Christmas and watch a movie, and you're stuck there. I usually work <laughs> yes. restaurant shifts on Christmases, like Christmas oh, yeah. Day. I usually work Christmas Eve. I'd work as well, and it's just like everybody's like, "Oh, Merry Christmas!" And you're like, "Yeah, go fuck yourself." Yeah, and someone always wants to. Oh, you're working on Christmas, oh, and you're like, "Yeah, thanks for reaffirming." Yeah, like I know I'm working. I'm here. You, yeah, you, you here know. I am. Here I am at shitty. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I have any... Uh, <laughs> you don't have any fun never family stories? i watched a man die on Christmas. <laughs> I know, no kidding. Oh, like, I, was, I was thinking about... I, I, I have like a couple of amusing Christmas stories, nothing that competes with that, of course. <laughs> I, I had to host a, a company Christmas... This is when I was living in LA with you, I think. I had to host a company Christmas party for uh, a, a company called Testronic Labs. And... Two of the other guys were like, oh, let's do a funny dance routine at the Christmas party. You know, and you'll, I was going to dress like Santa Claus and it was going to be a funny dance routine. I kept saying, do you want to like do a dry run or maybe rehearse it and make sure we're all in the same? They're like, no, nah, it's going to be fine. And uh, in the actual moment, like it's happening. And I realized like these two guys are fucking brilliant dancers. Like they're really good break dancers. So they come out and do like two really awesome routines and throw it to me. And I just, like, come out in my Santa beard and then spend the whole rest of the party with people awkwardly, like, putting their hand on my shoulders. And I'm like, hey, you did a really good job with the dance numbers, son. It's really great. And you can just see in their face they were lying. That I mean, sucks. Yeah. That's, like, my that most embarrassing sucks. Christmas uh, memory. Yeah. I created a tradition probably about two years into living in L.A. with Silas, where both of us were here in L.A. Our families were in Maryland. Silas usually flies home christmas morning at like 4 a.m so our whole thing was like let's just stay up i'll drive you to the airport whatever so we created depressing christmas (laughs) we would start the night by just watching movies drinking go to a bar and bars are really fun to go to on christmas uh we would go to 4100 which is just like very depressing you overhear somebody sitting by themselves talking about their screenplay and it's just like oh god bless la (laughs) then you leave the bar and you go to a strip club yeah. So we would go to like Cheetahs, which is technically a bikini bar. So you go to you go there for like I don't know a half hour because you don't actually want to spend money. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, they don't. Okay, this is this is depressing. Like you see who who is the clientele at a strip club? 
on Christmas on Eve. Christmas Day. Oh, oh Christmas God. Eve. Yeah. So then we would That's go from there to IHOP. Makes sense. Yeah. And then usually we would go down to like Venice and just hang out until I dropped him off at the airport. So we would like walk around the boardwalk, freezing oh. cold, middle of the night. Just walking around. It was pretty fun and depressing. I mean, that was the purpose. That is depressing. That was the purpose. But that's like, you know, it's yeah. turning the frown upside down. Hey, you know, I can add a couple stops to that, I guess. Oh, there's but, you know, many uh, stops. <laughs> it's harder to be uh, depressing Christmas when you have like a wife and child. It's like, oh, well, they're here. I live with yeah. them. I'm not, right. I'm not depressing. De- so instead of depressing Christmas, yeah. now Will's ruined the new tradition, which is go get Chinese food with Will and then go see a movie. Oh, wow. The family yes, and Will. That was a great tradition. Yep. That's funny, though. I was the depressing Christmas <laughs> we... in, that, in that category. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm just tagging along with your family. Wow. Thank you. Chinese you guys food, are though. so charitable. Of family. <laughs> See, it's a, yeah, Chinese food. That's a great Christmas tradition. Right? We all, uh, Every year when we put up our Christmas tree, we get Chinese food. It's awesome. That is a great tradition. God, I, I look for any excuse to eat Chinese food. <laughs> All have, right. have you guys, either one of you, ever woken up on Christmas morning to a white Christmas where it snowed on Christmas Eve and then you woke up yeah. the next day? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you're from, well, you're I'm from, from New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. I was going to say. Pretty much every year. That only happened to me once. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. yeah, yeah, from Central Florida, you might not have seen that so much. <laughs> when I lived in Wisconsin one year, I did. So I've always had one white Christmas to look There you back. go. That's oh, all you need. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, the rest of them are just <laughs> cold. Yeah, just give me <laughs> just the presents. Cold. I don't need the snow. <laughs> All right, we should dive into our pitch fix. Get this going. We are going to pitch fix Die Hard Two. Die Hard Two. Uh, clearly, the lesser of the of the first three. of the first trilogy. Yeah, yeah, those are some real weak ones after that. But <laughs> Die Hard Two is the is the one that we'll. Uh, I'll never we'll speak a bad word of we'll a Die Hard. We'll try and fix. Live for your Die Hard. Okay, good day to Die Hard. Great day. I'm gonna leave you hanging there because <laughs> because you. You should be ashamed that we're going to put in a little wah wah sound effect when you oh, say that. If you can't say anything nice, just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking just then. Do I insult the hosts immediately or Did just, he just a sincerely say that? Oh my God. Oh no. Now you know what I'm working with here, Aaron. Jai Courtney, come on. Uh, very handsome. Uh, not much charisma. All right, so here we go. Um, Die Hard 2. Let's first just talk about this movie a little bit. It's a ludicrous movie that does not entirely make a lot of sense. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it's it's essentially <laughs> Die Hard slapped on an airport. Yeah. And they take away all the fun from Holly Gennaro. And all the cleavage. But you can't deny William Sadler as a fantastic bad guy. Well, I was going to say- Underused, of, though. Underused. Underused. Not naked enough. Instead of boobs, we get we get ass and ball sack. Oh, yeah, boy, do we. Yeah. And that's a hell of a way right to say off. hello. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Your introduction Dang. to this character is him naked in a hotel room, Fantastic. maybe by Watching himself, the news. just doing some sort of like, Ripped. like karate. Uh-huh. For, I mean, for, uh, 19, for 1990, that guy was cut up. He was uh-huh. cut shredded. up. He was shredded. shredded. But none of that plays into his character in the end. We don't. He need does it. some karate well, no, on has, the way at the end. Yeah. Exactly. A little he's got his, bit. He's got, no, he martial arts the shit out of Bruce Fucking, Willis. Yeah. And, you know, Bruce Willis is just trying to headbutt him. Yeah. I just felt like as like a as like an introduction to his athletic prowess. I you know I could have gotten a little. What did you want him to do? It was a one? it was a coke fueled movie. Okay. Oh, I don't know if those. <laughs> I could have taken I mean, the idea that honest. you're like no. We could we could introduce him as a guy who like you know has some badassery. Maybe some shit goes down. Maybe we do something like that. Do we gotta have him naked in his room? He couldn't just be in joggers. That's how you know he's badass. 
Yeah, that's how you know he's a psychopath. And that he has a He's probably a narcissist. He's got a great ass. He does have a wonderful ass. should get some credit for that. How often do you think that guy has offered new Thank you, Will Very rarely. He probably jumped at the opportunity. He took... Show it off all you can. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. No, wait, why did you say that it's is it is it ludicrous though the diehard is it ludicrous because it's happening to John McClane again or if it was just another cop on some if it was just a movie that wasn't diehard would it actually make more sense to you? No, it's still equally dumb because it, it's, it's just still, a yeah, the, of it. like I, I can get I, I can get on board I can get on board with like oh well we're, we're, it's our hero here we go again it, that's ridiculous in and of itself that Don't, is that's the most to me the most ridiculous element is that it's happening to him again yeah if this right. was just another Bruce Willis film I it might be more plausible yeah. to me it might be it, it might be, be slightly better. more plausible <laughs> but like there's a lot of implausibility in everything that happens in the movie as it is oh yeah it would still it, suck but you know that would, part wouldn't I mean they're all kind of implausible to some degree no. The first one is so it's, plausible. It's literally put in a place called Nakatomi Plausible. Whoa. Plausible. Whoa. <laughs> too much, too Holy far. Holy snap. <laughs> you can edit that part out, right? Oh, shit. You, yeah, you suddenly went from attacking Die Hard 2 to attacking all the Die Hard. Saying, no, I, I, said, like, I, said, I said the first one is the least plausible. And you, oh. Ian, said... That wow. you did well. well the first one's little, not that plausible. Was, all of them are a sin. little bit. Some and more that, so yeah. than others. Let's just let's just let's just you know what? Let's, the first let's, one just, is. let's just let's pitch fix. Pitch fix. As let's do it. Okay. Fighting champion. Champ. You go first. No, I, well, we're gonna let you go first. Yeah, he gets okay. the champion. Okay. Let's he let you go first. Okay. Okay. I always He's got go first and lose. Go first, loser. All right. Here we go. Pitch fixing. Die hard. All right. All right. Here we go. So, um. Let me just let me just look at my notes really quickly. I mean, I'll be honest with you. You guys are gonna have a tough time because I already think this movie is perfect for what it is. Ooh. So, okay, I don't know how you better fix it good. Okay, so here we go. Big opening reveal. Sam, Sam. So for pitch fix, we stay within the, the confines of the the movie. You can change characters and plots a little bit, but you can't be like, well, let's scrap the airplane and make it about a choo choo train. Gotcha. You can't do that. We stay with semi within the confines, but you can have characters make different choices or do different things, right? So my initial choice would be put the dictator, or for whatever reason, he gets put on Holly Gennaro's flight. So now you have a reason to have Holly Gennaro in the movie, right? She is going to, on some level, be kind of our eyes in the sky on what's going on so that you put him on that flight along with several of your baddies and they kind of like, they go in to, to take over the plane and then they need to land it so they can get off and get on a plane that won't be tracked, right? Um, and so William Sadler takes over the airport. In order to do that, you've got John McClane at the airport. You've got a Holly Gennaro in the air with your, your hijacked plane. And they're like, we're not going to let any of these other planes down until you land this plane and we can get it to this place we need to we, we can get him off and and go there right so you're you're following this movie you're like fuck we the terrorists want to get this guy back blah 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 you're you're in it so john mcclain same kind of deal he's getting in the way but he he knows the, he knows the real deal finally he follows a couple of suspicious guys off to a corner to kind of like track him and they bound him up and to get, get him out of the way they just kind of throw him in a in a basement where he overhears the real plan which is to uh, blow up the plane when it lands because they actually want to kill this guy because he could let out secrets now that he's in custody that they don't want to let out. So now you got John McClane who knows really what's going on. All the guys who are dealing with the terrorists think it's, well, hey, if we give them what they want, we'll, it'll be okay. But Holly Gennaro, she's also kind of like, you know, suspicious. She's on the plane. She's helping out. Maybe she gets up and gets like a one of the air marshal's walkies and she can like 
signal to John. And then essentially you have John come out. He fights his way out of the basement, kills a bunch of people, but misses the head guys, William Sadler, as he's headed to the airport. So he's got to chase him down. They have their kind of final, final battle, but you still got the, the standoff on the plane with the, with the, other guy essentially they have to like fight their way out of the plane holly Gennaro kind of helps out maybe she gets taken you know prisoner for a second and then he he whips that ass uh and we out easy am done I, am i allowed to ask any follow-up questions uh after ian's done okay, okay. <laughs> at least you get what i'm saying right you you heighten the reason for holly Gennaro to be in it because i don't think she had a reason to be in the film other than john doesn't want her plane to run out of fuel but he doesn't even really know that her plane is the one that's going to run out of fuel first uh he doesn't really know that like you know he does at one point because he hears them make the call and he's like that's the plane my wife is on and fred thompson tells him you got wife's got about 90 minutes before she 90 minutes plummets to her death yeah yeah so that's my pitch fix okay go in all right i mean if if we were really pitch fixing you just cross this one out and jump right to the third but we're not going to do that we're going to stick with two here's what we do Hear that? He's crossing the whole movie out. Fucking movie. So, instead of this being a coincidence that John McClane is involved, you can keep a lot of the same plot, but they have to know who John McClane is. So you maybe have your villain have some sort of relation to Hans. So there's that level of... But they do that in the third one. I know they do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can interrupt. Right? Thank you. Thank you. We're not... The third one hasn't been invented yet, okay? As I pitch fix this. All right. All right. It doesn't have to be Hans's brother. It can be a a, a friend, someone inspired by Hans. So you have somebody who is inspired by that to some degree and also knows of John McClane. So they're going to get this general. That's the goal is like we generally, genuinely want to free the general. We want him to do all the stuff they want him to do, but we also know about John McClane. And we're going to use John McClane as a distraction. John McClane is a national person at this point. People know who he is from Nakatomi Plaza. That was a big deal. You have a big deal made out of it. Maybe he sells a book or somebody wrote a book about him. Whether or not he wants the spotlight is not, you know, he's John McClane. He doesn't want the spotlight, but he's got the spotlight. And they know these people. And she still works. For the Nakatomi Corporation, if you look in the movie, I think at one point she has a Nakatomi folder. So there's still a Nakatomi tie-in here as well. Like, they know maybe she's risen into Takagi's old job. So she's flying in, and he's going to pick her up. They know this, so they're going to use him to both get the general and maybe get some money from Nakatomi. But they're not going to make the mistakes that were made in the first one. They're going to they're going to make sure to use him more as a distraction. Give him a little more freedom. Let him think he's winning. He's clearly clever. We've seen what this policeman can do. And so, you know, you take these two things and you mesh them together and so you've got, you know, John McClane on this wild goose chase trying to to solve a little bit like the third one, trying to to deal with these things that are lot, being thrown at him. You on the plane You've got somebody going after the money, so then Holly gets to do stuff. You're both laughing. I don't appreciate this. You can cut our audio. <laughs> you don't let Bruce Willis improvise as many lines as he gets to. He that has some terrible improvised lines in the second one. You don't let him say yippee ki There's no reason for it. You take There's that out of the movie. No yeah. I get that that's his line, but when he does it, it makes no sense. And you, you definitely put more naked William Sadler in there. Maybe you have the final fight be out in the, the out in the snow, and Sadler's like, I'm gonna break you, and he's like, Ugh, you know, just naked. 
whooping ass. You don't have to have that. That's not necessary. Anyway, the point is, the biggest key here is you have to take away the coincidence of it all. You have to make him part of it, or you need another character. And he can get pulled in okay. on it. But but there's my biggest, there's my pitch fix. Am I, am I allowed to ask you guys follow-up? Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, uh, Ian, I like your take. Okay. It, see, it, actually, it actually seems like a more Shane Blackish take. Um, where there's a little more twists and turns, and then there's a bigger final fight out in uh, some weather event. In your version, is William Sadler the same amount of naked, or is he more naked in your version? He can be. He can be more naked. No, he, he can. can be. Is he? You're. It's your fucking. Pitch. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Is he more naked? Naked yes about? or no? Yeah, I don't give an f how it, naked he is. Is that a yes or no? That's a yes. Okay. Is there still a reporter who looks like a bird, human bird extinction? <laughs> of course, of course. Okay, you didn't cut yes. her. Okay, so um, I didn't cut her. Is there a backstory on her in your version? Did she uh, she's got a smaller backstory. Uh, her and the other reporter in the sky are in competition to get the story okay. out. So she decides to let him win getting the story out because she knows it's better that, you know, it's not out. Okay, all right. And Ian... Bird face. Yeah. She's in, great. Uh, in your version... What does he say at the end of the final fight when he kicks William Sadler's ass? Because it's a bigger fight in your version. Yeah. What is the last thing he says? What's his... And how does he kill William Sadler? Is it a throat rip? Is it easy... You know, what's he do? Ooh, I should answer that question, too. I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, 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 that's okay. You know, I think he's a gunman, so he's got to do it with a gun. But I think he shoots him in the chest into a frozen lake. And he says, like, uh... Chill out, Yeah, something like that. You need to chill, motherfucker. Mm. You can still get a motherfucker in there, but but um, something like that. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. With I'm gonna you. put that think... on ice, motherfucker. No. Wow. All right. Okay. I was also mm-hmm. gonna say the reporter uh, is doing a piece on John McClane. That's how they know he's gonna be at the airport, and one of her team is working with terrorists. Oh. Now I do like. Wow, these add-ins right at the end, huh? I, well, I, I do like Ian's idea that the second Die Hard is not a coincidence; it's more purpose-driven. The fact that McLean is involved is because he's McLean from the first movie. I do like that. Yeah. But ultimately, I'm going to give it to you, Will, only because I think it requires a Die Hard sequel requires a simple concept. And I think that was my biggest problem with all the ones after three is that by the time you got to Die Hard three, all the complicated ins and outs and twisty turny things have been done and then they went way complicated and all that so i think the fact that yours i will say this i don't know i don't really like your idea the idea that like oh she's just on the same plane as the general how the fuck did that happen she's holly Gennaro. like yeah. why would she have a plane with a dictator i'm just saying right. like he got moved but, last minute yeah. they didn't have a place they needed to get him on a so they tried to yeah. they, they threw a dummy plane out with, uh, with the other guy and put him on a on a on a passenger plane. Really? Oh, one so of those. Giving it he, to? he got yeah. he got bumped from his normal flight. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. So even know? though I think that's ludicrous, I will say like that reminds me of the plot of many eighties movies where it's like, oh, for passenger fifty seven. For this dumb reason, the whole movie happens. Yeah. So like yeah. The, the dictator being on the same plane as Holly, I actually think that's uh worthy of an eighties action sequel. So Oh yeah. Get some. Got out. Dumbed. I mean, that's I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Can we quickly? Can we go quick? Yeah, yeah, you're just too smart. That's what it is. Nuts. <laughs> I wrote down some of these precious one-liners of Bruce's. And this is this is from two or one. This is from number two. From two this is from okay. number two. <laughs> the the first is Sergeant Al Powell is like, you peeing in someone else's pool? And Bruce Willis goes, yeah, and I'm fresh out of chlorine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then shit. there's uh, 
after he like frisks the dead body. Oh, he fingerprints it. He yeah. fr- fingerprints the dead body with the coroner, yeah. and then and then he turns to him. And he's like, I don't think this one's gonna make it. After he's, he's the, the guy shoulder. who killed him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any, anytime you're actually making a one-liner after killing a human being, you're a psychopath. <laughs> you're, it only works in movies. <laughs> it's like, this guy I killed is actually going to stay dead. Who knew? <laughs> I killed him good. Uh, I'll let you read off this one, Aaron. Which point of this point one here? Oh, yeah. These two, actually. Yeah, he's talking to the reporter, and she's like, rumor is that was your handiwork. And he's like, nah, I just do a needlepoint. You're like, oh, fuck. Really, Bruce? Just do needlepoint. That might have been an improv game. You're right. They should definitely not let him improv. It lacked the genuine enjoyment of the first one. This was just like, oh, why are we letting Bruce keep going with these? I don't think Hudson Hawk had bombed yet, so he was still riding high on his ability to improv. (laughs) Then there's this one. (laughs) First of all, I love how Carmine Lorenzo has a thick Chicago accent, but he's a DC cop. Anyway. Yeah, what sets off the metal detectors first? The lead in your ass or the shit in your brains? <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Shit would not set off a metal detector, for the record. Not even in your brains. Yeah, for the record. Yeah. Lead, lead might not work either, I don't know. <laughs> or when he's hanging out with the with the maintenance guy down in the in the thing, and he goes, so, 20 bucks for it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, how about you give me 20 bucks for it? How about you give me 20 bucks for it? He goes, how about I, I don't kill you? And you're like... <laughs> Seems like an overreaction. Yeah, you've been super helpful the whole time. <laughs> you've been really nice to me. You show me plans. Now I'm threatening your life. The original uh, plan was I was going to kill you, but and then also just his constant acknowledging that he doesn't want them to call for backup. <laughs> <laughs> he asks the guy who unlocks the door to go check out the suspicious people. You guys got police around this place? He goes, Yeah. He's like, Go and get them. Go get them. Go get them. Go get them. You got, you got, and he's asking the guy if they have uh, security at the airport. You're at the airport. You know they have security. Just tell them to go get a cop. You fuck, and then tell him why for Christ's sake. And tell him where to bring the cops yeah. to. Back you know? here. Back for here. For this reason. For this reason, I'm going in there and making in a gunfight. <laughs> yeah. And then the second time is he's out front of the church with his uh, helpful like engineer guy. I love that guy and his weird high voice. Yeah, but it seemed a little too like. Aw. Oh, I hate no, that. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Voice drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was just a little too like, oh, in the last one he had a black buddy. Uh, now then this one he'll have a black buddy. You know what I mean? It's just like you know, like Ugh. it's all you're, about, It's like you feel like you're trying to repeat all about race with Will Star. I just it just felt weird, you know. Either way, he tells him to he's gonna go knock out this sentry, and he tells him to like, hey, when I give you the signal. Call the Marines. No, he he literally walks away. He goes, get ready to call the yeah, Marines. Get ready to call the Marines. Like, and then he goes, to call get, the Marines. Yeah, call them immediately. Right now, while I walk over there so that they're because here by the time I'm getting my ass kicked. Maybe we should have brought him with us. He might be a priest. Well, the thing is, it's like, that he, was... he essentially doesn't do anything. Kills the sentry, and yeah. then... You know, he's so damn tired. After a long struggle. He gets his ass kicked for a little bit and then manages to overcome. Yeah, put an icicle That's a great death. You did actually point out that he spends the majority of the film fucking up and getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he spends the majority of his film losing. Uh, I mean, that's and the then, John McClane way, though. Lose till you win. Get the shit beaten out of you. Yeah, he has a couple early victories in the first movie. Like the, yeah. thanks for the advice guy, you know. Yeah, oh, no, no, when does he, he, actually, he, has he doesn't victory, really lose but, much. He, he loses a little faith in himself, but he doesn't... This one, he's, like, overly confident and loses no faith in himself and just continues to, like, blunder into and get in the way of everything else. There's no, like, 
hey, I'm the only guy in the building. It's like, we have lots of cops here who can help you. No, I'm the only guy yeah. in the building. So that was a little... Anyway. I was, it was upon also, rewatching it, was surprised to learn. I mean, they wiped out 230 people on that plane. That's a pretty high body count. That's, like yeah. that's so, a sick bad oh, the, guy. The Hans British Gruber, one? Yeah, Hans Gruber didn't kill that many people. No, he killed like three, what? Yeah. Three people? And he, he only intended to kill like 50 hostages. Like, they yeah. killed 230 people. William Sadler's a naked ball sack hanging sick. Yeah, no, he's a psychopath for Total sure. Total psychopath. But you also kind of, I guess, you want to up your bad guy game. I believe it has the highest death count of all the diehards. Tough, sure because, you know, he might be more psychopathic, but he's not as good as Alan Rickman. But wait, now, let's give it up. Now, I'm not going to say that he's better than Alan Rickman because he's not, but let's give it up to all the bad guys because they had some good ones. You had Bird Lady ask William Sadler, like, hey, can I get a quote? Can I get a word? He's like, you can have two words. Fuck and you. Clever. <laughs> And then uh, Robert Patrick, when they all come down the, you know, moving sidewalk, he stops it. And he's like, hey, I'm a SWAT member. You put that, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. A sitting duck. Wow, <laughs> bad guy line. And then what was the, what was the yeah, other? The, the guy's outrage at the, at the walking escalator, you know, going <laughs> yeah. off was just hey. like, wait, what? Like, what the f- hey, man, you turn that back on. How I'm not walking you? down this thing. This like, is an official police operation. Damn you. We were relaxing. Painting the ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, when they first go to the church, the old man at the church is like, well, I feel like a a piece of me is dying here. Oh, you're right about that. (laughs) Pa-pow! He was so nice to them. I felt so. I always feel bad for the guy in the church. He's like, yeah, take a look around. Didn't deserve it. You could have just asked him to leave. He looked like he was having kind of a miserable life. You could have tied him up, but no, they killed him. You know? He was, what do you mean? He was watching Christmas movies? Watching yeah. Christmas movies by himself <laughs> in a church that's like boarded up. Oh, man. Um, he looked like more of a caretaker than a, than a church you, enthusiast. Oh, he was definitely a caretaker. Yeah. Noticed, that was not an active in-use church. No, yeah. no. That, that hadn't been exactly. used That was that guy's house. Yeah, that guy, yeah. <laughs> he you was waiting a, for, the, for the sheep also, to come back. I want to see the scene where John McClane and the guy, he's, his little buddy, go to like nine different houses. Yeah, dum, 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 and dum. are like, are terrorists here? No? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're gonna yeah, go. He next narrows door. it down to just a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. John McClane's like, that sounds good. Get ready to call the hey, Marines. That guy's outside. Well, he could just be walking around in his own footprints. <laughs> Not a chance. Get ready to call <laughs> the, Marines. the Marines. I've identified. You also found a great uh, plot hole, which is that in the scene where they go down the walking, the the Skywalk Annex, which is right. a big you know thing in the movie. They get there. There's that huge shootout. Everyone fucking dies. McLean comes in. He tips the guy over. Everyone's dead. And then they attempt to go out to the satellite dish, and it explodes. They had yeah. rigged to explode the whole time. Right. What was the purpose of the whole? Why did you need the ambulance? Just in case. I think that was more of a just in case scenario, okay. maybe. I was like, they're painting That's the ceiling. That's my guess. They fully committed to this Yeah, ruse. like, they, these guys were going to be here for two or three hours yeah. if nobody showed up. They're wearing coveralls for Christ's You know what I mean? Well, like, it they... just seems like a bad, I mean, if, you, if you're going to go, hey, just in case, because ostensibly you could just draw them out to the tower and then just, when they're all out there, blow Boom. it up yeah. and you kill them and you kill their That's... ability to hack into the tower. You save a whole lot it's, of It's gold. not like they... Being such a great villain if no one sees you if no one sees your all of your tricks you got to have lots of tricks in well, your bag you can't saying, just who's doing the budget on that terrorist team right yeah. they wasted america a lot of is yeah and, and and maybe they win a couple more gunfights at the church if you know well i guess those were fake but he didn't really use his his military very well strategically duck. sure well you know you gotta it's all about red herrings it is it is I that's love fish. more important 
All right, we've 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 beat this one up. Let's get to the good. We goods. did beat this one. Let's up. get to the should goods. We, uh, die Hard is our Christmas die movie. Die Hard. Yes. Here's our letterbox. D. Die Hard, directed by John McTiernan. Forty stories, twelve terrorists, one cop. NYPD cop John McClane's plan to reconcile with his estranged wife is thrown for a serious loop when minutes after he arrives at her office, the entire building is overtaken by a group of terrorists. With little help from the LAPD, wisecracking McLean sets out to single-handedly rescue the hostages and bring the bad guys down. Starring Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, Alexander Gudunov, Bonnie Bedelia, Reginald Val Johnson, William Atherton, and many other talented people. Will, you ready to put 30 on the board? I'm ready to put 30 on the board. Okay. I don't even know what this means. So I'm going to I'm gonna essentially sum up the movie in 30 seconds. Oh, or try to. I'm terrible if at you it. you can. Oh, I'm yeah. terrible oh, yeah. at it. Here we go. And begin. <laughs> you froze right when you hit begin. All right. Um, super easy movie. Uh, man comes to see his wife at Christmas. Uh, her tower gets essentially, like, hijacked by, you know, like, we think terrorists, but really just bank robbers. And then uh, he's got to kill them all because nobody else can get in the damn building. Easy. And then he's got to learn how to love his wife correctly because he's being an insensitive douche. And he needs to understand that. Get it together, McLean. Done. Her tower got Time. hijacked. Yeah, that sounds that sounds, sounds like Yeah, <laughs> we hijacked that girl's she tower. She just wanted to stay in her tower, but it got hijacked. <laughs> I guess it's not her tower technically. It happens, you know. But you know, essentially her tower. That sounds so hot. Yeah, that was my thirty. I felt like it was good. Yeah. I felt like it was solid thirty. Yeah, You're yeah solid enough. I mean, solid enough. I guess considering that everyone knows the plot of that movie and it's not a terribly hard plot, maybe I didn't do that well, no. but. I still feel eh, good about it. I think All you right. handled it. Uh, if you haven't been with us, and maybe to give Aaron the clue in, the way we rate this movie is on five categories. Action, acting, directing, story, and then gut. Ah. Gut. 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 So gut is just like, despite all the statistics that we throw out yeah. or all the numbers, uh, how do you feel about Doesn't the movie at the end? Yeah, you go, yeah. oh, fuck yeah, I'm into this okay. anyway. I know it's a terrible movie, but I love it. Or I know this is a great movie, and I still fucking love it. So those are your three, yep. and then within that we rate one to five. One being the absolute, you know, diehard two of the movies, and one be or five being just like woohoo, <laughs> diehard one. Okay, we ready? Let's, Let's start it. with where we always start. Action. Action. Where you got, Ian? I, I gave it a five. I feel like it just it it slaps, baby. It slaps. It's consistent. It's paced correctly. You've got fists. You got guns. You got helicopters. Explosions. You got. RVs, you got a limo. I mean, a little bit of everything, and it's 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 sort of the you don't need two hours of straight action. It's broken up in such a way, and he just gets so beaten up. And you have like foot violence, you've got explosion violence, stair violence. It's all there, baby. Stair violence. It redefined a genre. It did. Yeah. Heard. Yeah. Heard. So five. So five. Aaron, you got anything to add to that? I, I definitely give it a five out of five. I, I would say uh, not only did it redefine action, but uh, a lot of uh, two scenes that people seem to forget. It's uh, uh, when he's being dragged out of the window by the hose. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not even him fighting, you know, another person or a terrorist. That's just him fighting the building. God damn it! And yeah. it he gets you right on the edge of your seat. Same thing when he's hanging out down the air shaft and he, his uh, strap breaks and he, you know, has to grab in there. Yeah. These are great action moments where it's just him surviving. 
Mm. Fantastic. Oh. Five out of five action. Okay. I, I went four uh, okay. just because I like to be unpopular. Yeah, hard to please. And um, I guess I got, where I got caught up is in the you know pantheon of action movies and the amount of, like, just if we're judging just purely on action, this did not have as much action volume-wise as some movies that we've seen that are just kind of like, this is just, you know, action on action on action. You well, know. Yeah, like, what's your, if, if Die Hard you know, is a four out of five, what's a five out of five? Five out of five would be like, you know, like The Raid or, oh, um, right. you know, okay. right, something where sense. you go, now that action is, that was just pure action. We went from start but to finish you say you're going, on action. you're going quantity over quality? Yeah, that's a little. I'm not saying The, the Raid is bad quality, but, you but it sounds like quality? you need quantity to get a five. Well, I, th- I, I think it's say, a piece of the puzzle. I didn't think we were rating how much action was in the film. I thought we were rating the quality of the You don't need to. Of- you don't have to. Okay. This is Will's insane thought. Oh, right. oh. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying the rate isn't Will a five. Star, I'm just the saying guy who gave Die Hard a four out of five on action. Is that how you want to be known? That's how you want to go down in genre defining film, and he gives it a four. Hey, whatever. Forever. That's him. That's him. Yeah, I'm not going to peer pressure. Never getting a rate. This is the man who won the pitch fix belt. You said it out loud. <laughs> no. All right. You know. Uh, you, all, you can own that Will Star. Uh, okay, let's move on. You <laughs> bastards. Acting. Acting. Where you at, Ian? Three point five. It you know it's oh. better than showing up, but you know nobody's. I mean you know Bruce Willis is doing like peak Bruce Willis. He's not necessarily doing complex character. Reginald Val Johnson brings some brings his A game, uh, but yeah, three point five. It's fine. I went full four on this. Uh, I, you know the acting is the acting is what I, what you remember. You know the the line delivery is what you remember. Uh, you know as much as the action is great and and obviously four worthy. Um, and, and in your mind's five worthy. The things I remember are Hans Gruber's lines and all the other actors, Ellis, you know, Hans, Bubby, all those precious lines yeah. that are just like said in the moment or, or these interactions that these people have and the way they kind of like build these relationships very quickly. I just thought, you know, like everyone had to bring their A game for this movie to really work at all. You know what I mean? We've seen comparable types of action, but with a, with bad acting, you it just oh. it falls short in my opinion and i think this is where this movie really kicks into high gear is the the performances are all so solid everyone plays their part so well uh that's, and that's while funny. they're stereotypes a little bit they really like ground them and make them work for me i i hear you saying four out of five but the way you're you're so impassioned i feel like it's five out of five for i've you. been this impassioned about a three you before. really like all right. you know okay <laughs> I mean, again, I, I, they're not DDL. Well, you know no, what I mean? I, Five would be DDL, my left foot. You know what I mean? Like, see, this, I would actually, respectfully, I would disagree with both of you. I would go five out of five in acting, and let me tell you oh, why. Love it. For all the reasons Please. that you guys already pointed out. This is peak Bruce Willis. Peak. This is peak uh, Alan Rickman. Mm. Even the bit parts in this movie, Rick Dukeman is the guy who's like, uh, uh, yeah, can you shut the power down at Nakatomi? Uh, Johnson <laughs> yes, and Johnson. Right. Yes, This is so Agent good. Johnson. No, the other one. Like, Robert, every single person in this movie is that, like, dude, Ellis is oh, perfect. Perfect. Like, he, every single person nails their oh, character flawlessly. It's radio, not TV. Yeah, come on, Bobby. Put the, put the gun away. Like, <laughs> I, not method. Yes, for, for what it is, and I, again, if, if this movie required a Daniel Day-Lewis effort, I would hold it to higher standards. Everyone hits a home run, even Bonnie Bedelia, home run. Home run, Bonnie. Yeah. So I'm, I'm giving it, All right, I'll, that, I'll, non-ironically giving it a five out of five. Nice. I am not going to say no to any, I'm going to leave what I got, but I'm, I appreciate that someone else is giving it a five. <laughs> nice. I'm glad we exist in a world where it yes. gets a five. 
Yeah, it should. It deserves it. Uh, directing, where are we at? Aaron, I'll let you go first on directing? this one. Aaron's going first. Oh, man. Directing, and again, completely non-ironic at all. I'm giving it a five out of five. Not only, as Ian pointed out, did it redefine a genre, but if you guys actually go and dissect this movie shot by shot, this is no bullshit, Jan de Bont's the cinematographer. So we all he went on to direct Speed. If you watch Speed, as a director, he sucks. He can't make creative decisions the way that McTiernan can. But he can shoot fantastic. McTiernan picked him to bring a more European sensibility to Die Hard. So if you really pay attention, there's a lot of crazy shit that's not necess- it's not locked off. He'll start the camera up high on Hans Gruber, and Hans will say something like, you have a chance against this cowboy. And then the camera moves down real quick to a straight shot. Just a lot of little details like that that make Die Hard a step above any other action movie made in that era. And... Even people that try to copy it have done a shitty job doing that. So directing, I six out of five to be honest with you. McTiernan fucking nailed it. And it, the fact that as we you know seen pointed out in YouTube videos galore, so many movies over the years have been die hard on a this. It's been ripped off so many yeah. times that kind of proves my point. Yes, on some level I give that to story, but you know um, it's just such an easy story. But yes, I mean. I, I give directing, again, I'm, I'm pretty much fours across the board here, but I give directing a four. Again, all the points you made I think are absolutely true. Uh, he does a, a fantastic job with making stuff that you almost don't notice. It's 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 pretty seamless in, in the Beautiful. way he put, puts it together. Yeah. That almost uh, you know underplays it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, like... I don't know where I don't know where to give my fives away, but I don't know that like apparently you're not the, the directing of this. You play them, you hold. Yeah, you I hold, I on, hold to on to them. Yeah, um, you know, there, you know, there's some there's some stuff in this that like you know, you, as a director, you probably should have worked out like why the bodyguard's not going to walk into the door, or like why the van isn't in the back of the truck in the what? first shot, the and about? why like, he's what, what bodyguard yeah, walk you, into the door? What are you talking when, about? When Hans Gruber is walking out, they have to like cut the shot because one of his dudes will essentially just walk into a wall if they don't cut the shot <laughs> oh well you you didn't notice that though. i didn't notice yeah, that but i know i've been shown i've been he, showed it he now, saw that so i can't a, unsee yeah, it he saw that in like a youtube once you breakdown get, video once you get like shown that. something you can't unsee it no. it doesn't mean it's not you never noticed it therefore you can't be that you know what i mean right. the one i have noticed before is that is the is the ambulance van where they're walking out of the truck it's not in there and then it all of a sudden oh, appears in there and later. pulls out so that's, that's a continuity. Wait, so we're, you're deducting a full point for a Directing. couple continuity yeah. errors? I'm just saying, wow. like, if that's if that stuff you catch, then maybe there's some stuff on there we didn't catch. What's your favorite movie of all time? Saving. I don't. Ha- I don't have a. I don't have a favorite movie of all time. And how dare you? All in one breath. Saving Silverman right. is a fantastic film. I went with a five as well. Five for directing. Because Two I agree with Aaron. I agree with what Aaron said. I think that where the the high grades in acting from you guys went i put that into directing and and into story a little bit as well but i think he managed to say to bruce willis like we're gonna let you improvise some lines we're gonna let you have a little bit of fun in the moment we're gonna and and i'm gonna pick the right pieces to go with but the fact that he redefined a genre of action i mean we were coming out of a decade where your action stars don't get hurt or at least not they don't get the shit beaten out of them and this is a, this is an everyman. This is like you take an everyman and you just beat the. You don't have John Wick without John McClane. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a lot of the action from the '90s even without John McClane. Without this everyman who just he's a schlub of a guy who knows how to win, and he'll do it any way he can because he loves his fucking wife. 
And he made something amazing. And I think the fact that I can, you know, I, I sat down with Die Hard this time around thinking like, you know, I've watched it a lot. Uh, you know, maybe I need a little more time before I sit down with it again. Like, is it still going to be fun? It was still fun. It's, it's still, still it's it holds up. And the older you get, the more it all because, you know, when I was young and I'm a kid, I didn't really know, like, you know, what it means to be in love with a wife so much that you would fight terrorists. You know, now I'm married. I'm like, oh, I got that perspective on it. No. Nice. Five out of five, McTiernan. Yeah. Well, from whatever fucking right. obscure bar you're sitting in. I will, I will up to five. You've convinced for me. You. Nice. You've right. convinced me. I will up to five. I'm so proud. Um, it is a genre-defining movie. Uh, How about four point seven five for those continuity errors? Yeah, yeah, no, he's got to get. He, he you must guys be are being hammered the ambulance for the rest wasn't of my in life the thing. For, he must be giving fours out. Tiernan must be served more oh, jail time for this. Gosh. You know, we can add in a category for continuity. <laughs> I would give him a, a three point five out of five for continuity, just for all the reasons. There you go. You got it. All right, story. Should dare I go first? Go for it. Go. Uh, <laughs> what are you giving it? A two out of five. Yeah, two I, out of five. I gave it a five. Oh, wow. Whoa. Five for story. This is where he throws his okay. fives around. Five for story only because... We shamed him into it. Because there's a sim- a very simple story done very well. And a lot of those points you give for like the everyman character and some of that... Story's got to play that out, right? Story's got to write that out. Uh, you, you know, you, you know, some of that comes probably from the the initial, you know, detective and some of those where it's like this wasn't Schwarzenegger, this wasn't you know Van Dam, this was a, a, a schlubby detective who isn't always the best at stuff, but like essentially just a, a, a determined pit bull that will not let go. Right. So uh, yeah, story. I mean, just again, and you've seen so many stories. You saw the second one. Try and do the same movie, and just like story just falls apart. The one-liners just kind of fall apart. You know, some of this stuff that was tight and and good in the first one doesn't quite work in, in the second one. And then again, all the other ones that have been essentially written die hard on this, die hard on that, and you just never got that same story, that same continuity. All those writers that put those lines together that were just freaking hilarious. I think a lot of it, too, it's one of those movies, one of those pieces of art where it's just everything happened at the right moment in the right time with the right people. It clicked. You know, I feel like you watch the movie and it's like these people are all having a good time. Or if, if they're not, they certainly seem to be enjoying themselves as actors. Like you can feel that like we're making something interesting. Here. And how many diehards have we seen? Die Hard in space, too, too Die Hard many. on a bus, Die Hard in a house, Die Hard in a this. Parents. I would definitely give the story 5 out of 5 because obviously it's been copied and ripped off so many times. The idea that uh, at that point in time terrorists were or the real bad guy in almost every movie. It was either terrorists or like jihadists, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so the idea that, that it's basically you know, before M. Night Shyamalan made it popular, there's a plot twist in an action film where at the beginning of the third act, you realize these guys are just robbing this whole, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. It's absolutely great. And of course, continuity errors notwithstanding, there are, you know, minor little things about the story that you think maybe, uh, you know, could be improved. But honestly, I call Die Hard almost a perfect movie in that regard because the story is not too high concept. Uh, it's, it's basically very straightforward, but they do it, you know, they do it super well. Flawlessly. Yeah, they do it super well. Ian? Oh, he put he put down a three. This is a three for him. Is a four. Four, right. okay, four. Hey, I fought off a four or two. Know that. <laughs> I, In worse categories. I, only went with, I, I agree with everyone's points. I think the simplicity of the story is fantastic, but that's the biggest reason I go four is it's a simple story. I don't knock anyone for giving it a five. I'm not saying I'm right. 
But you know, every once in a while, you got to hold your ground. That, that might be the one I'm, I'm shakiest on. <laughs> Not, you know, I'm, I, I could actually drop it to a four, but that's probably the one that I'm, I question the most. You're gonna stick with a five, though. I'm gonna stick with a five only, only because of the fact that even to this day, people still haven't improved on the idea of Die Hard on up. True. They're still thirty years later copying. And just and while we're talking about it, I think for the record, the best of all the clones. And not saying that it's good is probably Under Siege. It's the only oh, one that Under uh, Siege does slap. Is, yeah, and it's, okay. it's the only one right. that, that makes that type of scenario um, reasonably plausible, and they and they make it a military guy instead of just a schlub. So yeah. Plus, there's right. uh, boobs in Under Siege, and I'm a sucker. For it's that. true. Uh, did you never see the film Hostage? Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then our last category. <laughs> Good. Good. Come on. I mean, I mean, if if we're not all going five out of five on gut, I'd be disappointed. In all we're this. all going five out of five. It's, on it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's solid yeah, five. yeah. If I'd given solid it all five. threes, I still would have gotten five out of five on gut. I, I could understand. The movie's how, so uh, good. Like, if there so was somebody fun. who is like a a generation Z, somebody very young, doesn't understand why Die Hard is so popular, I would get that. But if you live through that era, it's unquestionably right. a five out of five gut. It's a badass. Everyone so good, movie. so fun, so our. I, I'm a little shocked to see this. Obviously, Aaron's a 25. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Will, 23. Yeah. And, and me, I'm 22.5. It's because wow. of that acting. You gave wow. it the lowest like score. Should... And you bagged on me I'm... this whole time. Wow. You it bagged on me, me like I'm some out. asshole. I'm... I gave it a couple little quick fours <laughs> and, a, and five down the line. Is it too late to change acting to, to a yeah, four? You should be proud of yours. It's okay. Ooh, it's it all is, right. This is what is you got. Bruce Willis's pinnacle achievement. He has never done anything remotely close to that iconic. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, can I, it's crazy can I go when back your and change first it to a big four? movie is... I'm going to change it to a no, four. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, it's, it's I can't. It's too late? Printed. Yeah, it's locked I'll in? Allow it. It's printed. I'll allow it. What does that put you at? Aaron will allow it. What does that put you at? If I go up, it puts me at a 23 as well. Okay. Yeah, I think well, we tied it at 23. That's fine. So, I just... I can't be the lowest on this one. I just can't. It's It's... You can't. A have, lot of great points were made here, and uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can I could ratchet up the action probably after your comments, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stand for. No. Try to imagine this was the first time you'd ever. I don't know if you can again, remember how you again. felt the first time you watched it. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, for sure, for it's, sure. It's also, also, it was so good. I enjoyed Die Hard Two on TV. That's how good Die Hard One now, was. Now he may be making a fool out of me, but we have in the past said. We can't rate this within like well for its time or in its in its moment. We're rating these out of like the pantheon. Watching it now, watching it now what is yeah. it? You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So that's where my action four comes in because you know they pack a lot of action into movies now. I mean a lot of action, and granted, a lot of it is very similar to the Die Hard action or rips it off or, or does the same thing. And, no, and they've, they've up the ante, like you, like you mentioned, John Wick. They've up the ante on gunfights and yeah. fight scenes in general. You're, yes. Yeah. So that's where that's why I okay. leave room for that five. Okay. That's why. That's it. Uh, I mean, not Ray review. Ray review five. five. Ray loves this movie. Yeah. Oh my God, Ray review is a six out of five. Yeah, and he'll get, give you good reasons for it. <laughs> yeah, he loves this movie. It's a great it's movie. Like, I mean, yeah, I can't. It's a movie that, like, fantastic. when you come to L, when you move to L.A., you go and see the Nakatomi yeah. Tower. I almost it's drove a, off you know, the, the random road. building yeah. in the in the movie, but you go to that place. You're like, oh hell yeah, that's Nakatomi Tower. I loved it. Almost the drove reason off the I have such affinity for a good day to die hard is because I got to see a screening of it on the Fox lot and then go to a party in Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, 
Oh, that's those are so it's like are, how do you those I'm are sorry. awesome things that I would separate. I'm sorry that you, you know? couldn't have done that for a cooler movie. They're all nostalgically linked together. Right. I mean, I walked around that party in an undershirt and no Wait, shoes. Wait, were you guys on the on the correct floor? We were on an empty floor. That's all I know. And they turned we're it into like a diehard party. Oh, okay, got it. Still under construction. That building. <laughs> yeah, it's still under construction. It was one of the best best days I've that ever is, had in that LA. That's pretty awesome. That, that is, is no like to get to go again to Nakatomi. I would I would just Plaza separate is, those two events. Yeah. Hey, like imagine that you I mean, one got me the other, so it's right. like you know, I credit. Imagine right. all credit of that same stuff had happened, but for the original Die Hard, you'd have to. Oh my god, that would have been way better. Way better, exactly. Way, way better. better, which is what the movie is. Um, Only they'd let me get into an air conditioning vent, <laughs> if, and then yeah. it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't have a photo booth set up where you yeah, could do that. That's a yeah, missed opportunity. That, yeah, that is right. Thank you party if, guy. I, if I had planned that event, there would have been a photo booth. Aaron is is head party planner at his work. There it is. You do lose some. You do lose some. Um. Let's get out of here. Do we do it? Yeah. Next week mm-hmm. is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Aaron, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Yep, thank you, uh, Aaron. Really Glad to a, get you on. We didn't do a full, proper introduction for you. you uh, so I apologize for that. Did you want to say a few things? Yeah, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you're doing uh, I that do, you want to talk about? I, I don't I do not do anything plug-worthy. So nice. You, thanks for visiting me here in Austin. Oh, dude, this that. has been that an awesome nice. time. Yeah. Ian, right. time you want to come into town, we'll get a beer and some barbecue. Yeah, I want to get some fucking barbecue oh, man. man franklin barbecue motherfucker all right merry christmas yeah, to everybody merry christmas. the last day of the year this show will come out for spider-man Woo, spider-man mr peter spider-man. spider-man all right so thank you guys for listening well, thank you again aaron this was a thank delight you aaron for showing up from all of us at the hey. last action critics there's a bomb in the oven exit on the poolside I'll restart because this. Well, yeah, you killed you killed Ian with that one. Yeah, shocked him so bad he choked. (laughs) Poured tequila down the wrong. Wow, Jesus, yes, I'm okay. You know you're technically drinking by yourself, right? You know that's.